Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. Welcome to the PM Collective podcast for another session for you guys. And we are going to be joined by Sam Sharman from Peered Real Estate. Welcome, Sam. Hi, Ashley. I feel like I could say to you that you're a bit of a regular on the show. <laughs> it's coming that way. It's, it? it is becoming that way, which is great. Um, and what we were going to talk about today is the different styles of management. So this is a really great session for um, team leaders or people that are managing a team, uh, or some, if that's something that you're sort of interested in getting into. We um, have done a previous podcast which was with another manager. And so it's really great for listeners to sort of hear how each office works and um, different styles. So Sam, give me um, a bit of a rundown about your current position at the moment. So I recently was promoted to regional operations manager for Peered Real Estate. Um, We had a bit of a restructure, reshuffle, and given that we've got just under 3,000 rentals across Perth, that's a lot of staff to manage. So they... um, created two roles, North and South Hub pretty much. So I'm the South Central South Area Manager for Peered Real Estate for all the rentals. Um, and so I oversee the running of the staff, making sure staff are com- being compliant, trained up on their points, um, and that everyone's following procedures. And so how many staff would you be responsible for? I've got about 15 staff. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that there's a limit to how many staff someone can manage? I think, no, you're doing the assistance, though. Like, you might need someone to back you up yeah. with the management, the day-to-day management of staff. Yeah. So this is purely just, like, a really curious question about how sort of um, management works. Do you, um, like, obviously, so you manage your staff and check on that, and then do you have, a like, a monthly catch-up with the boss and update them? How does that look like? What does that look like? So we have fortnightly team meetings. So I meet with my central team uh, every second Friday, we have about an hour's meeting. Um, because we're in different locations, so I've got staff in Rockingham, Leaderville, Sibiaco, Scarborough, we obviously Zoom it or I'll choose a location last week I was in Rockingham. Um, so we catch up as a team with myself and all those staff every fortnight and then I catch up with my general manager once a week. And give them an update. Yeah, yeah. And is it, so individual officers you're catching up with, not all of them in one? It's all in one hit, all but I might choose to have the meeting at Rockingham. So ah. then everyone else who's not in Rockingham will zoom in. Got it. Okay, yeah. excellent. Um, this question I was going to ask later, but I'm going to ask it now because it's relevant. So you are doing your staff meetings. Yes. See, I, I really struggle with staff meetings. Yeah. I don't like them. I feel like if I did do them, it's because... Society says you should, and I find, I don't know, I just find them a bit like... I used to think like that because I had, when I was just in Scarborough, we didn't have regular meetings because we chatted to each other every day. But now I have staff in Rockingham. I also manage the office in Caratha. So I've got Caratha, Rockingham, Leadable, Subiaco, Scarborough. We need to catch up regularly so that we're all on the same page. 
because I don't chat to them every day in the office. So I agree. I think if you've got the team in the office every day, I don't think you need regular meetings. Yeah. Yeah. But but I guess as well, like with Pia being a big brand, um, there's a responsibility to make sure that it's consistent, you know, and the way everyone's working is consistent. Exactly. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's on the same page. It's transparent as well. And um, how long would they go for? Uh, I don't like them to go for any more than an hour, hopefully 45 minutes. Wow. Everyone has their say. We might, you know, who's sent out rent increases, who's sent out MA renewals this month. You know, it's more to, more of a how's everyone going, do you need a hand with anything? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, it's good to hear that you're doing that properly. Um, how do you keep staff on track uh, when there is so many now, um, obviously, like this doesn't necessarily have to be relevant to your current um, situation. Like I do stress that this could be um, based on you know previous roles and previous staff. But how do you keep them on track? Do you have like a um, do you guys have a messenger system or a platform that you use to interact and message each other? Do you have the need for that? No, I haven't found that. In this new job, not yet. Maybe it will come. Um, obviously, everyone knows they can call me if they need to. But as far as group chats go, no, it's just through the meetings or just send me an email or message. Yeah. Um, obviously, keeping staff on track as far as KPIs. We do have KPIs, and that's what I mean. In these meetings, I'm, you know, is everyone on top of their KPIs? Is there anything you need a hand with? Um, I also like incentives and things like that, and quarterly lunches or monthly yeah. lunches and that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah Keep the team happy yeah we have a um a just a messenger and i think there's a lot of programs that people can use like whether it's you know trello or um like a team app through the google um through the email or yeah, we just use messenger for our staff and so yeah. if someone's sick or if someone um is going out first thing in the morning they would just message each other yeah um, we yeah. had this morning because we've had so much sick leave all week like we've just been yeah Messaging. <laughs> oh, messaging and one girl was was sick and I just messaged her back in the group chat and said sorry I don't have any more um, hours available for sick leave this come week in. come in and sort it out so she um so but you know as a as a team and as a group we find that quite um quite nice for the camaraderie between them yeah um yeah. I think the response when I sent that to her the response back was you're a dickhead because <laughs> I told her to treat it like a midweek cleanse and her being sick so. but it's but for us that's like our team um it's your vibe yeah. you know yeah. so that works for us yeah um let's talk about KPIs because it's another interesting one that's come up and a lot of people are curious with how KPIs work in offices so what do you track rent arrears yep lease renewals Outstanding bonds from vacate dates, management renewals, and overdue water accounts or energy overdue accounts for tenants. And do you monitor them on a monthly or quarterly? How are KPIs? Monthly. Monthly. Yeah, end of month. Yeah, and and you are the one that checks the correct end of month reporting. End yeah. of month reporting. Yeah. And so, and completely just a curious question. So you get the reports. I um, does it take you long to go through? It can do, depending on the individual, because we do them individually, so each property manager, and then we put them as a collective, and then we put them as a company, so yeah. there's different tiers to it. Do you, like, so you've got your KPI, and every office will have a different standard of percentages, so that's completely fine. Do, do you keep the percentage or the KPI the same, or if you, like, hypothetically, you had rent arrears 
that um, the rule, the KPI was, I don't know, let's call it 5%. And then the, pe- the person meets 5% each month. Do you then like up it to like 3% or like do you constantly improve it? Yeah, it's something I'd like to consider and we're actually reviewing our KPIs at the moment. So it is something that is being considered because in the past it hasn't happened. It's just been the same figure every month. But I agree, I think you need to, if someone's meeting them every month, no matter whether it's rent arrears or accounts, I think you need to push them that little bit harder, maybe every three months adjust it and push them until they, you know, just see if they can improve. Well, we we could discuss and have a little staff meeting for your office now and I would probably (laughs) say that, like, if... Like because the, a, the problem is with KPIs is if they get too easy and standard, then, you know, what's the point? It's just like yep. an expectation. But if maybe if you met the KPI, the same KPI three months in a row, yep. then the next KPI change, you know, then it changes to a 2% to or whatever. Yep. To another level. Totally Correct. agree. I think that would be a good way of doing Yep. You want to? I'll send that back to the boss. <laughs> back to the <laughs> I boss. <hope> she's listening. <laughs> That's right. But, but that would be reasonable for a staff member as well. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, you, you do it, yeah, three times in a row, consecutive three times in a row. Let's try the next level. Let's try yep. the next level. Absolutely. I think um, that's a, a good way to do it. The the KPIs is an interesting one because I found myself, and the reason why I don't do it, is that I had staff that said to me, Ash, um, I'm insulted that you think that, like, for me to do my job, I need to be paid more. Like, they were actually saw it as an insult, and it's just different to see it from different yeah. people's point of view. I have found that it does incentivise a lot of staff. Yeah. There were those that would just check in, check out. Maybe not so much anymore, but over the years, check in, check out. But when there's a bonus involved, okay, I've got to do that extra hour to get my accounts paid or whatever, send out reminders. So yeah. I do find it incentivises them. Yeah. Keeps them on track. Yeah. And I think that it's a generational thing. Like you get people who are incentivised by that and then other people that um, that Not like most. a reward or whatever. Yeah. Um, I like, when I've done KPIs before, I actually have done Google reviews. That would be a good one for you to add into your KPI yes, mix. Oh, have you got that on there? No, but that's my next subject. <laughs> next subject, yeah, use yeah. our next podcast. But, but, um, yeah, I think that's a good thing is to... Obviously, change the uh, KPIs every now and then, and that would be one that I consider. Yeah, 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 excellent. And talk to me about recruitment. So, what every office again very different. Some people like to hire um, juniors and train them. Some people like to hire experience. What's what are you guys doing at the moment? What do you like? Bit of both. Again, we've just had a bit of a reshuffle, restructure with our entire property management department. Um, in the past, I've had an assistant that's come in totally raw, no property management experience whatsoever, but it's got a registration, came from retail. So she had great customer service skills, um, could deal with difficult people, difficult customers. So you can translate that into real estate. She just had to learn the legislation. So that was easy. So she was raw and fresh. So that, to me, that's a junior, not a problem. But then if you're replacing a senior property manager, you want someone with, say, five years' experience who knows the legislation can step in and just run with it. And I guess there'll be times where you'll have that junior who's then been with you for a couple of years possibly able to step into that role. Absolutely. And then get yep. that junior. Yeah. Um, I find, like, just in the general market, so we're in 2021, um, the general market, there's not a lot of movement with seniors, is there, at the moment? There's so many, not that I'm looking to move jobs, but no. there's so many ads out there at the moment for assistant property managers or just inspections slash leasing agents. 
Yeah. Not seniors. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Um, interesting times. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, personal staff one on ones. Do you do them? Only as required. I don't. Is that when you if they're in trouble? Or, or if they're just um, maybe not happy or yeah. the KPIs haven't been met three months in a row, let's say, and you sort of wouldn't, wouldn't let it get to three months, I guess, but yeah. you certainly pull them aside and go, do you mind if we have a chat? You know, let's go for a coffee next or that kind of thing. It's not a formal process. It's mm. more just a let's have a one-on-one away from the office. Is everything okay? Yes, no, how can we help you? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's wonderful sponsor is Property Assist WA. Shannon and her team are really committed to assisting property managers' workload by assisting them with outsourcing services like routine inspections, final bond inspections and property condition reports. Keep your property managers doing what they love and outsource the things they don't to a company that thrives on positive feedback and guarantees a premium personalised service with a smile. The vision of Property Assist WA is to make a difference to the quality and perception of property managers, enabling you to keep your clients happy whilst improving the efficiency of your staff. Let's talk about KPIs that haven't been met for a second. Is there any, like, oh, punishment's the wrong word, but you know what I mean, is there any anything that happens if you don't meet it? Yeah. I don't know what the um, word is without yeah. sounding harsh. Uh, uh, well, you don't get your bonus, or your bonus is not as big yeah. yet monthly because we have monthly bonuses. So yeah. the bonus will be less than what you'd say if get if you met all of the KPIs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, another interesting way, just for um, listeners to sort of think of, is um, KPI. I've heard about KPIs being uh, not necessarily monetary, but they could be like rewards or a dinner at the end of the month. Um, there's also a business where they have a um, like a pool, like so you might, the KPI bonus pool might be, let's say, $5,000 um, per year for each person and that every time you don't meet the KPI, that drops $200 okay. yeah. so that then at the end of the year, your bonus for the year is whatever's left in that account. Like that. Which is not a bad way of doing it. Yeah. Different from a Keep cycle. mantra. Yeah. 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 I, the only thing I would say that's um, probably um, something to consider, though, is that a year is a long time for the KPIs, and I think people need to be rewarded more frequently if you're going to do that. You could look at it like that, but you can also look at it it's retaining staff as well. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I definitely would stay for the rest of the year to, to <laughs> get my right. bonus. Correct. $5,000, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So um, I guess let's talk about what staff are wanting. Like, do you, do you think we're getting into a, a time where people are wanting, staff are wanting more time, money, incentives, flexibility? Where do you think we're heading? Right now, I think it's money. Yeah. I, I think... Again, all the ads on Seek and whatever they're, they're paying top dollar for these, um, you know, for these ads and staff. But um, and I think flexibility is the next one. If people want to work from home one day a week, or they want to drop their kids off at school and start at nine thirty, ten o'clock every day and finish at six, you know, I don't. I think that traditional nine to five is definitely going out the door. They want flexibility, money, and um, time to work from home if they can. Yeah. yeah. What's What's your uh, staff? Um, I'm doing this podcast so early in the morning and I can't spit my words out. I do need another coffee. Um, What is the demographics of your staff in terms of age? Gosh, again, so I've got Karatha to Rockingham mixture, a good mixture. I've got quite a few young ones. From 18 or from 25 or...? 
18 year old yeah. receptionist because I obviously I see the admin as well to you know us oldies in our 50s <laughs> yeah. sort of thing so we've got quite a diverse range yeah. um majority would be in their 30s 40s I think like the, the traditional property manager is a mum let's just say so yeah. we do have a lot of mums yeah. yeah 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 excellent I think for for my team we our priorities or their priorities are the flexibility and yeah. the um the office enjoyment like the the fact that it's stress-free yes it's really important to them yeah. they i'll probably put money last for my staff but um because the other things are more important to them being mums but i do think it's a generation thing i think if I had 20-something-year-olds, I definitely think that they would be chasing the money, and, yeah. and rightly so. They're young. They've yeah. got, you know, they can do that. Yeah. Um, and then mums tend to want that flexibility, that flexibility. side yeah. of things. Everyone's a bit different, and I think it's about just choosing um, your team that match your style. Absolutely. I'm very big like that. And it's very quick if you hire someone and they um, don't like your style um, and the way, you know, there's, for example, KPIs are monetized or whatever it is. They won't last very long, so it's just about pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the thing I do stress with all of these um, like conversations is that it doesn't. um, What we talk about is absolutely not the right or the wrong way of doing something. It's just an option that works well in all of our offices, and every single office is different. And yeah, I mean, my office don't like KPIs. Yeah, fine, fine with me. (laughs) I find ours do most of them like, but they've been there for so long. They've been part of our company for so long yeah yeah Yeah. um we and I talk about something that I've I've learned about myself with management styles actually before I actually no no I'll I'll (laughs) carry on about that so my management style is I thought that I was really um I know that I'm a relaxed manager I know that I am I feel sometimes like I'm unorganized and I feel like I've got no uh, formality to what I do. Sometimes we might have a staff meeting if I feel the need. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes if it's your birthday, I'll get you a coffee, you know, a coffee or a present. Sometimes you don't. I love that. <laughs> it's totally like random. And um, and then we do random, you know, dinners out. Like there was a pork uh, degustation. We all love pork and bacon in this office. So wow. we're like, let's go and have that. So very random in my style. But I actually thought I was unorganised until Marco Hare, who's one of the speakers at the summit, said to me, Ash, that's actually a style of management. And what happens is that style of management is um, means that your staff don't have any expectations. So they enjoy their job. And then when you do do something like a coffee or a birthday present or a dinner out, they actually appreciate it so much more yeah. because it's unexpected. It's more authentic. And it's more authentic. Yeah. So that's why I have long-term staff and, and, very, um, and a very happy team because they actually like that style and I actually thought it was a negative but I feel better when some experts tell me no that's your style so what would your style be I guess there's management and leadership isn't there so for me I think you're talking about your leadership would you say rather than management yeah yeah, possibly yeah Yeah. so I think leadership I'm a bit like you a bit more um random or reactive I suppose but management, I do like structured management. Like there is a hierarchy. There is, you know, you do go to this person for that. And if you, they can't help you, go to that person. So management, I do find it, I like it quite structured. Um, where leadership is, yeah, if it's someone's birthday, same, take them out. But you might not take the next person's birthday out just because you're too busy. Or, um, you know, someone came off their probation a few months ago. I took her out for lunch. So, and it was just her and I, no one else. So, you know, but that was just totally unplanned. It's, come on, let's just go out for lunch. So, yeah, 
random leadership but structured management. Yeah, that's actually a really, really good way of doing it. And I think the best managers that I've seen have absolute, and and you would be one of them, that's the style that they do. I think that their management style does need to be very boundary-driven and and, um, organised, but the leadership is definitely, and as a mentor to someone, having that more random. Because, yeah, if you sort of had, like, from a leadership mentorship you did that regular coffee thing, it probably would be a special... It doesn't mean anything after yeah. a while, does it? Yeah, you know, correct. Like when your husband buys you flowers every week, it doesn't mean anything <laughs> after a while. Absolutely, absolutely. But when they don't buy flowers and then one day they do... It's, then it's appreciated. It's appreciated, yeah. correct. It's yeah. absolutely the same. <laughs> all these um, relationships. I, I know lots of men that actually buy flowers all the time for their wives. Like regularly? Yeah, regularly, regularly, every week. You think it die cute. off. It is cute. I would actually be more worried about my bank account. If yeah. it was a joint bank account, I'd be saying, can we save, can we save the money? Or something can we go? That's what I would be like. But, um, and, that, and that would be called managing That's right. the relationship. Very structured, Very structured correct. <laughs> so um, tell me, um, managing working from home, what are you guys doing with that? Uh we prefer not to. I know this is going to sound yeah. old school. Yes, it, it, there is a requirement and a need for it these days. I understand that sick children or um, you know, COVID lockdown, whatever it is, we still want that team environment. We still want people to come to work and enjoy work. If you need to work from home for a day, that's fine. Just let me know. But it's not a given and it's got to be earned. Yeah. 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 No, I definitely am 100% behind that. I yeah. don't allow working from home unless there's a random sick child yeah. or a random um yeah. you're just not feeling 100 yeah. percent. but as a regular I, f- I feel stubborn in my thinking about it but I still just can't do you feel old school I like feel old-fashioned old yeah. yeah but you know I actually think that when we talk about modern offices that everyone's talking about work from home and that's a modern thing to do well how about if everyone does that and we don't and there's a few offices that don't do it maybe we're the modern office Correct. Because we're, yeah. we're not. I, th- I feel from a team environment, absolutely, um, working together. Yeah, I like working together. I like teams. I like creating that team vibe. I think humans at the end of the day are social. We need to see each other. Okay, you might work from home a couple of days or a week, but even after lockdown, everyone was happy to go back to the office to, you know, just to see their workmates and have that interaction but it's also like those little things that come up during the day that you wouldn't put in an email but you're like thinking out loud yes then yeah. you know help you each other out help each other yeah makes it a lot easier solving something before it becomes a big problem absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah totally i agree i think um that is something to consider and i all the officers i've spoken to if they have allowed work from home it's only been the, the one or two days set per week yeah but i'd um i i do challenge us in being that we will be the modern office by not allowing it. Let's the- hope so because I like to work from the office. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it depends on your office as well. Like if you've got it, um, if you've got like a street front, because I'm pretty sure you guys are all street front, aren't you? Yeah. So I was in Rockingham the other day. They've got a great location down there, street front, and they've got a really good office vibe. Then I go to Subiaco. We're on Roberts Road, so Main Street, um, Scarborough Street front. Yeah, we do have a lot of sort of street front offices still, the old shop front. Yeah, and we get a lot of walk-ins. And I'm, I know that you guys are absolutely yeah. on those locations would be yeah. getting walk-ins as well. Absolutely. So you need someone there and you need not just one person who's just there out of coincidence. You actually need people there to let me go get someone who can help you or um, mm. someone who specialises in that area. So I do think you need more than one person in office, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, finish, to finish off, are you enjoying your new role? I love it. Yeah. It's really busy, but I love it. I love helping the staff and... 
you know, hopefully seeing them grow and develop into their, some of them being given new roles. So, yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. a really good, um, really yeah. good new structure. Yeah, it's great. Excellent. Well, thank you <laughs> thank for joining you. me. It's great to have you on again. Thanks, Ashley. And if anyone wants to reach out to Sam or myself, feel free to um, message us directly through social media. Thank you. Tap Plumbing and Gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time, and it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than On Tap Plumbing and Gas.